0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: We continue this is Zach Gelb Show Coast to Coast on CBS Sports Radio. We'll go out to the guest line right now and welcome in one of the better defensive players in the country, part of the undefeated fourth-ranked Florida State Seminoles. Big matchup this weekend up against Clemson, and that is Jared Verse here with us on the Zach Gelb Show. Jared, appreciate the time as always. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We'll talk about your great story in just a second. But first, I got to talk about the toughness of your quarterback, Jordan Travis. We all know he's one of the better quarterbacks in the country. But last weekend, getting hurt coming back to the game and playing the way that he did to secure a victory. Just what really impressed you about Jordan?
2: That's that dog mentality. That's something he's always had. You know, he's always been overlooked and everything like that. So when he has the opportunity, even when he's hurt, when he's down, he's still going to come and give everything he has for the team, for us, for the offense to get everybody going. That's something that when me, as even a defensive player, where his impact is something like it doesn't directly affect me. I'm not the one catching his touchdowns. I'm not the one throwing the ball or grabbing his handoffs. But you still see that you're like, right, I got work better for that guy because he's going to give everything he has.
1: How do you kind of describe his leadership skills? Right. You're the leader on the defensive side of the ball. He's the leader on the offensive side of the ball. What do you kind of take from him to make you a better leader on the football team?
2: Definitely his poise. He never gets too high. He never gets too low. You know, after a touchdown, you don't see him going crazy, like all like hyped up or anything like that. He like, he just like, real calm. He's like, all right, we got to get something next. That's something I try to take away. Like, we have a bad snap as a defensive unit. If something they have, a, the offense has a big play against us. I'm like, all right, like that just happened. Let's move on from it. We're not going to think about it right now. We'll think about that later. Right now, we got to handle this next play. What do you take from the BC
1: game? I think a lot of people, including myself, thought that was going to be a lopsided uh, game where you guys were going to blow them out. You end up winning by two points, which is important. But what's the overall message you guys latch on to from that game?
2: Don't ever overlook your opponent. Every player we go, every team we go up against is somebody that's great. They're going to play harder against us. They're going to try to knock us off. You know, We have something great going, and everyone wants to destroy that. Everyone wants to do that because they want to do what's best for their season, too, and beating us is something that's great for everybody's season, no Nobody- matter like, it's a win on the record. That's just how it is. So that's why we can't. We got to just focus on being us, being better, going in there with the right mindset. We didn't have the right mindset. And we were lucky to get out there with a win. But, you know, that's why I always live by a little quote, you know, be good enough on your worst day, you can beat your opponent on their best. And we were lucky to get, have that on Saturday, but we can't let that happen again. Is that what you have felt like happened? Maybe too many guys were looking
1: ahead to next week with the big hype about the Clemson game where you guys just did overlook BC?
2: I think we definitely deal with a little BC. They're a great team. You know, they have a fast quarterback, fast athletic. You know, their offensive line is they're very sturdy team. Like, they're a strong team. They're good all across the board. But I think we kind of just tried to look past them. And then once they hit us in the mouth, we're like, all right, we can't do that. Like, this team, they're in front of us right now. We got locked in. And for a good amount of time, we locked in. We had built build our lead. And I think we got comfortable again mid-game. And then that's where they started to come back, to come back. And like that. we were like, all right, got locked in. Like, put our foot in the ground I think that was a good lesson that every team needs to learn, like no matter across the board, any team needs to learn that lesson. Jared
1: Verse here with us. So you take a look at Clemson. We all know they've been the standard in the ACC. They've won the conference seven out of the last eight years. Uh, This Florida State program has not had a victory up against Clemson since 2014. For you, with how highly touted your team is this year, do you feel as if this is a moment to show that, hey, Florida State now runs the the ACC and that you guys are the top dog in this conference this Saturday.
2: I wouldn't say anything like that. You know, that's something that I, I definitely will let the fans say. I'll let, you know, people outside this building say that. But the people in this building, the people in this locker room, we're focused on one game at a time. And not worry about being the top. We're worried about being our best. If we're our best, everything else will come along with it. But on Saturday, we just got to show up our best in another new kickoff games and a earlier game and stuff like that. They're a great team. You know, we're watching them. We're dissecting them and everything like that. Like, they're doing us. And they're a good team, so we can't get too high, get too low against it. We got to go up and just give our best.
1: What stands out to you about them first? Is it the quarterback in Klubnik or is it the great running back in Shipley when you're getting ready to defend and, and prepare for them? I think they go hand in hand. You
2: know, we play a lot of great quarterbacks. Last week we played a great running back or a great uh, quarterback, you know, running around, everything like that. The week before, or the first week we played, Jaden Daniels, a great quarterback that that can run, really use his feet. And this week we played a great running back quarterback duel. That's something that we don't see too crazy often. You know, when you see great, good running backs, you don't see like great running backs, which is what Shipley is. So that's something we definitely have to focus on. That's definitely a threat that they can definitely use against us because it goes both ways. You got to be prepared for whatever they do.
1: You guys made such a big statement in week one. I picked you guys before the year to win the ACC. I think you guys are a heck of a football team. When you make a huge statement like that, blowing out LSU, I think it's kind of tough to keep it week by week. As a leader of this team, how do you make sure that everyone else is just focused in on the opponent week in and week out so this team could go where you guys expect to go at the end of the year?
2: A lot of us are transferred from other schools, you know, schools that some of us are at school, or like went to schools that were like really highly talented. Like some of us were like, oh, like Trey went to Oregon. But other ones was like, I was at FBS or FCS school, you know, Braden Fisk, he wasn't at a super highly talented school. A lot of us know like, what those mindsets? Other schools are those schools that are, like aren't in the same position as us. Where they're like, all right, we knock them down, that brings us up. Like that puts us up in people's head, everything like that. So we know these other schools want to put us down. I think it's just like kind of a mindset thing. You, know, you got to know what they're thinking. They're thinking they're gonna come in here with their best. Whether we go there, whether they come here, they're gonna come at us with their best. So we have to be prepared for that. We owe them. You know, we owe ourselves. We owe the fan base. We owe Florida State our best every day. Last week that wasn't that, but it's gonna be that like this week.
1: Talking to Jared Verse right now. I love a good story. Your story is one of the best stories in college football at Albany, eventually transfer over to Florida State. We saw what you were capable of uh, a year ago. And now, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how much attention you pay to these mock drafts when you're in the thick of a, of a season, but everyone has you going in the top 10, top five. Just how do you kind of explain your rise to where you are? And what do you want people to know
2: about your story? It was just hard work. You know, it was a lot of days where. You don't see the work, like, hard work is the thing that accumulates. It's not something one day, it's just all there. It's not something like the first day you get there, the second day, the third day, it's a grueling process. And the whole time it was hard. Like, you know, you're doing all this hard work and you're not seeing results of it all still. Two hundred something pounds, you know, little skinny guy trying my hardest to bench, and yeah, everything like that. Trying my hardest hitting the field, and everything like that. But I just kept working. It was just a grueling process. And I think I definitely thank my whole family for that. All my siblings, you know, my older brother Aaron. I mentioned him a lot. My younger sister Nia would always like she constantly mention hey go get go hit that field like you gotta do this you gotta do that if you want your goals to be achieved my little sister Maya she plays at Georgia now She'd always just like taunt me that's how we like compete with each other she'd be like oh yeah I'm one of the best in the country what about you I'm like all right I'm gonna get there like I just always her, I'm gonna get there like I can't argue with you 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 right you right now you there I'm not so I just kept trying my hard. it was just it was a long grueling process though so.
1: When did you start to realize? I know you're never satisfied, but when did you start to realize? Okay, I'm a lot better than what people thought, and I'm really starting to put it
2: together. Uh, I still think I got a lot more I got to put together. You know, I, I'll say once I came to Florida State after probably, it was probably after the LSU game was when people started giving me my flowers, but I still didn't give them myself. I, so you know, even watching that first LSU game, I'm like, right, I could have done this differently. I could have done that differently. Got another sack here, got another sack there. Uh, TFL here, block this, whatever. So I'm just I'm still looking at myself going like I'm still an unfinished product. You know, this year is giving me a lot of different challenges than I had last year. So I'm still, you know, I'm looking at i like, all right, this is what's gonna happen. Let me figure out how to read out of this and stuff like that. But I've definitely probably after the LSU games when I started realizing people give me my attention, giving me my respect. So with how much
1: more you think you still have to build on Jared Verse, when you get to that top level, that apex, what type of football player do you think you could be? And how would you describe yourself when you envision that on a
2: football field? I, I'm not going to lie, that's like a scary thought.
1: I don't think anybody else,
2: <laughs> I think when I hit my full potential, you know, everything gets laid out, everything gets perfectly, I'm able to read the game on a whole nother level, I think it's unstoppable. Like there's great offensive tackles out there, you know, across the board, I don't think any of them will be able to stop me. I don't think any of them will be able to stand in my way. I think it will just be like, it, it's like a terrifying thought, just like imagine like the perfection of the game I could have if I get to that level. I'm, every day I'm trying, I'm trying to chisel away at it and get there, but. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, this summer, I-, I talked to your head football coach,
1: Mike Norvell, and he gave you a lot of praise because we all know the way that we talk about you now. And he said he thought you were still one of the more improved players this summer. So what did you work on this summer to really
2: your coach say, hey, out of all the guys on the team, that you're one of the most improved players? It was definitely technique. That was a very big thing I focused on because that's something I definitely lacked. And, you know, Coach Odell always says it all the time, you can be as great a player as you want, as great as a physical specimen, and everything like that. If at the next level, if you don't have technique, they're gonna maul you. Like that's just how it is. People, everybody at that level is very strong. Everyone's very fast across the board. So you got to be like technically sound on top of you know strong and fast. So that's, that's another reason I came back too. I wanted to become better at my technique. I tried to focus on that in the first couple of games, everything like that. Mix in a little bit of my finesse too. But that's something I definitely focused on.
1: When you were jumping in the transfer portal, I remember Mike Norvell was telling me he was watching film. I think it was uh, Syracuse, Albany, maybe, and that's when they first came upon you. And then you go in the transfer portal. It's like up oh, defensive player from Albany. He goes, "Was that that kid that we were watching?" So clearly, you were on their radar. But what made you say, "Okay, I want to go to Florida State," and that was going to be the right fit to continue your
2: college career? Yeah, you know, I have like a, a lot of answers for that. Like, I definitely. I, one way I can say it was I narrowed down everything. Like I put every school on a board, and I kind of narrowed it down, chiseled it away to Florida State was the only one left. I kept always, like, looking at that board and everything like that. Another one that was, like I say, my mom loved it here. Like, when we came on our visit, my, everybody was hyped up for me to come here, everything like that. But my biggest reason was probably it just felt like home. You know, when I came here, like, it was raining. It was, like, a, it was raining. It was, like, cloudy. It was disgusting. Like, Florida, like, like, cloudy weather and everything like that. And I'm, like, I'm wearing, like, my Albany coat. You know, a bunch of heavy stuff, and I'm hot because, like, it's Florida. But it just felt like home. Like, even through all of that, it just felt like I belong here.
1: For you, uh, moving forward, clearly there's been a lot of praise directed your way, and you've been thrown right into the spotlight. From someone that was coming from Albany, where no one really knew who you were to where you are now, how have you handled living life with a lot of people now paying attention to Jared Verse?
2: You know, it's definitely different than at Albany, where you could just go to the store and, and not – Knows nobody knows you. you can just go to the store, walk in, walk out. Now it's like you go to the store. People are looking at you. People asking for pictures, everything like that. And I definitely love it. I feel like I, I love interacting with fans. I love talking to people. Whenever a fan comes out of me and asks for a picture, I never say no. I just always try to do it. You know, unless it's like urgent, I have to leave. But <laughs> for the most part, I'm like I'm, I try to see everybody because who knows if I'm going to see them again? Who knows if they'll see me again? But I just like I love it. It's, it's exciting. It's a whole different atmosphere. Something you imagine, but you never like. Think about how that's gonna affect you. Like my whole mindset when I was at Albany was All right, I'm gonna get to this level and I'm gonna prove I can play there. I never thought about once I play there, the fans' reaction. That's that's just something cool. It's unexpected, but happy. like very welcome.
1: In ten to fifteen years, how do you hope we're, we're talking about Jared Verse, the, the football player, and also the person?
2: I hope everybody talks about how, how hard I work. You know, you, we always hear about Mamba mentality. I think that's like the apex of a hard worker that anyone could think of. And even, like, now, when I think of, like, Mamba mentality taken away from, like, just excluding Kobe because that's obviously, like, the hardest worker. My, my, the person I first think of is probably either me or Braden Fisk, like, two guys that are just working hard all the time. So I definitely want to be, like, in that conversation of, like, that guy had that Mamba mentality. He worked super hard. You know, I don't need all the Like, I love stats. It's cool. I love making plays. You know, I'm, I'm always trying to do that. I think that's one thing that people love about me I make plays. But I definitely want my biggest thing to be, all right, that guy worked hard. Like, that guy he earned it all. He, nothing was given to him. I was never the most talented. I was always the hardest worker.
1: But And the last thing I'll, I'll ask you, do you think that kind of philosophy has really defined what you've been able to accomplish? Like when I was at Temple, I remember when Hassan Reddick was a walk-on. And Hassan Reddick ends up going to be a top 15 pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. The last three years has had double-digit sack seasons in the NFL. And to see that work and what he had to overcome and everyone doubted him, I think really built a, a chip on that shoulder. Is, is that what kind of drives you? Knowing how much work you had to put into it is why you're going to be able to go where you think you're going to be able to go. Well, most
2: definitely. You know, when you put all of the work on, it's, it's harder to quit. It's hard. Like a lot of people that are just talented, it's easy for them to quit. If you're running too many gassers, they'll they'll be quick to put their hands on their hips and walk away. If you're doing too many stadiums, they're quick to just sit at the bottom and wait for everybody to finish. But when you put in that much work, it don't matter how far we go. Like my legs can be shaking and everything like that. My arms can be exhausted from doing bench. I can be sweating, like bent over, about to kill over, and I'm gonna still keep going just because I I put too much work in to give up now. Like I'll never. I just I can't imagine myself giving up. I have to fail. I can't give up.
1: Well, I love your story. Uh, It's been really a joy to watch. Good luck this upcoming weekend against Clemson and uh, good health the rest of the season, Jared Verse. Thanks for doing this.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one.